This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only, on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to Always Wolves Fan TV and our Extra Time show this evening. Uh, brought to you and powered by Wolf Life, uh, a local Wolverhampton company where you can get your um, family's life insurance and also win a, a chance to win a Wolves shirt. There will be the draw, uh, the announcement of who won my little competition as well during this. And we've got a, an absolute stellar lineup today. We really have. We've already got one, two, three, four, five, six uh, pundits in the green room today. We're going to obviously be digesting and looking into um, and analysing the uh, the second game of the Premier League season. Wolves nil, Fulham nil on a melting, boiling hot um, cauldron. Um, I felt like we we're in a cauldron. It was that warm at Molyneux. Uh, Wolves failing to score, uh, could have won it, uh, sorry, should have won it with the chances we had, really some clear chances, didn't take it again, could have lost it thanks to a Jose Sarr uh, penalty that he saved late on in the game and, um, you know, Wolves didn't win. We've already got over 60 people uh, joining us live uh, on the thing. So, evening to everyone, wherever you are in the world. If you want to bang in the comments where you're watching from and who you're watching with, We'll try and give you shout outs as well. Um, and also, you know, hopefully you're going to get involved in the discussion. So I'm delighted uh, to bring on my good friend who um, has got a bit of it. He's probably wanted to travel the furthest to the game <laughs> at the weekend. And I'll let him tell you about that. Welcome back, Manny. Great to have you back. Hi, How are you doing, Dave? Hi. <laughs> Absolutely. Manny, let's just like your week. I'm just tell everyone about your week from um, from the opening game of the season. To yeah. What you've been doing since and what happened. What, what I had, I had a, a, a Google Maps alert that in the last seven days that I've travelled 8,975 miles, I've driven 500 miles and I've walked one mile. <laughs> <laughs> So that's what we've done. So what happened was Dave and Paul um, uh, Mansell, who you see on this channel as well, 
he's on a holiday at the moment. Um, along with Emma, um, we went to Leeds together, didn't we, Dave? Yeah, it was a bright, yeah, it was, yeah, uh, we did. brilliant day. Um, but I was flying to India that evening, I was going to catch a coach, come back from Leeds, and go to the coach station. So we're there at Leeds, and um, uh, we've sort of enjoyed the match. Obviously, we've lost, uh, but it's still been a cracking day out. And after the game, these legends have made a bit of a picnic, so we're eating food out of the back of Paul's car, and I took my jacket off. And I put it on top of Paul's car, didn't I? Yeah. And guess what happened? We jumped in the car. We drove. And about uh, half an hour later, I thought, where's my jacket? My jacket had my house keys, my car keys, 300 quid in cash, all my cards, my driving lot, everything. Season so tickets, your new season, season tickets. Ticket, everything. It, basically, everything was in there. So um, we went back to Leeds. We searched everywhere. We knocked on people's doors where we'd parked. We went to the we went to the police station. We reported it there. Eventually, I think we got out. Uh, you dropped me well, off about the other 10 thing PM. is, man, everyone else of your family had all gone to the yeah. festival in Egypt. So you, yeah, you so everybody in my family all let you in. already in India. So there's nobody at home. So there's nobody at home. I've got no keys. I've got no nothing. I'm supposed to, you know, catch the coach to go down to the airport. And um, yeah, so. Um, I had to get the locks changed and everything. And you guys were legends, you know, got me back home. And I managed to catch my coach. I got there, found out my flight was cancelled. Six managed hours. To, yeah, managed to get on a different one and got there earlier. And um, then I got back Friday midnight. I finally got back Friday midnight from my very whirlwind tour to India and went to the match the following day. So that's been my week. Um, and you had to get up extra early because you had to get down to Molly to because you'd season tickets to get your that's tickets right. sorted. Yeah, so I went extra early. I was I was up anyway with the, the time zone and um, uh, uh, got my new tickets. So, you know, and it was absolutely roasting, wasn't it? It's was funny. Absolutely. I went to, Dave, I went to India and uh, I had a stop over in Bahrain, uh, landed in London. It was the hottest place was London. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy, isn't it, mate? I mean, it has been so, so warm. And it. Yeah. I, I, I guess we have to put some context in yesterday. The players playing on the pitch in the middle of the... Probably like it was as hot as 35 degrees of water, mate. That's going to sap energies. Yeah. Um, it was an interesting game. I mean, what, what you know, you, you know, in terms of, like, commitment, coming back, getting to the game, Yeah. what did you make of the game? Well, first of all, you know, the lineup was exactly the same as Leeds, which probably we expected because we haven't really got many options. But at least we saw a better bench because the, the bench at Leeds was a complete and utter embarrassment. No disrespect to any of the players that are on there, but for a Premier League side to field a bench like that yeah. was, you know, um, a stain on the club, really, to um, be in that position. So having Traore back, whether people like him or not, he was on the bench having Samedo back and Guedes, a new signing on the bench as well. Yeah, so it was a bit more hopeful. I think we were all a little bit unsure on how it would go. And obviously Fulham had started fairly well, got a draw against Liverpool. They got a striker that, you know, we can't score goals and they've got a striker that can't stop scoring goals. And as the match started um it started very much um uh, like we were at Leeds Dave um uh, controlled the game passed it fairly well created i wouldn't say amazing clear cut chances um, they were difficult because they, they were yeah. coming in on the side weren't they and it was the angles were difficult if you, if you but... see i mean the first two were were difficult angles and maybe we could have 
moved the ball again and got it in field. The Neto chance, which came out of nothing, you know, was a mistake by their their defence and their keeper. You could see his first touch was the problem. His first touch, the ball yeah. just got away and the defender got there. Um, so scoring goals has been our problem. I've mentioned a million times on here. And and there's no difference at the moment. You know, we, we can look as pretty as we want. We can do all the fancy flips. We can have controlled play. But we have to score goals. One thing that was uh, missing on Saturday was uh, progressive fallback play. Both of our fallbacks seemed to be penned back, whether they were hanging back, penned, uh, being more defensive-minded, I don't know, but they needed to get further forward up the pitch. So, um, yeah, and, and the front four, whichever combination that we tried, they all seem very good, but very similar. So um, it's quite apparent we miss a striker, you know, a fit Raul or somebody else needs to come back very, very quickly because these matches, Leeds and Fulham, are the kind of matches we're not going to get. It's not going to get easier than what we've had. This is probably the easiest start you could ever ask for. Leeds were no great shakes. Fulham very rarely threatened. They got a penalty out of nothing. Jose Sarr made a wonderful save. We can't have a season relying on Jose Saab bailing us out. We've got to score goals, and it's still a big problem. So, yeah, it, I mean, it's I put on my uh, match reaction straight after the game. Same old. Yeah, I mean, well, that's. I think that I think that at the moment, unanimously, you know, Wolves fans will be in full agreement. Um, uh, you know that. Yeah, okay. Defence looks solid. Goalkeeper's okay. Um, Neves is controlling games. But we have not got anybody to put the ball in the back of the net. You know, when uh, there's a couple of occasions you're thinking, cross the ball, cross the ball. But you're actually thinking, actually, there's nobody to cross it to. So it's really pointless crossing the ball. So uh, sometimes I think maybe, you know, Dendonka played well, but I still think he plays better in a three than a two. Yeah. So a Matinho figure in the middle could release Dendonka to in, uh, join the attacks more, give us more options almost, you know, so um, when we're struggling. But it's a striker. We need a striker. I hear Raul isn't far away. He he joined a bit of training this week and he isn't far away. So it'd be good to have him back. But we need to... Regardless of whether Raul comes back or not, we need to... We need, still need a striker, don't we? Yeah, I mean, and we're, we're, seeing, we're seeing this wonderful... Um, young striker called Fabio. Fabio Silva scoring goals every week. I don't think oh. we can. We could if if he wasn't ours, we won't be able to afford him right now. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's part of the irony, isn't it? Yeah. You know, with Fabio. I mean, I thought he was starting to come good last year. He was get. He was just yeah, okay. He didn't score, but you yeah. could see he's got something. I think his his movement is fantastic. He's he's getting stronger. You know, he, he he was making some runs and people wasn't smart enough to pick it out. And yeah. now, okay, the, the league that he's in now, maybe that's obviously not as high a level. Well, it isn't no. as high a level as the Premier League. But when you're a goal scorer, I mean, Bully was knocking, yes. you know, came from, what was it? He was playing for us in the Championship and scoring in, he was scoring for England. It's like if you're a goal scorer, you can score at any level if you get Dave, to. I fully agree. You know what? If I'm... Uh... If you, you're not very good at finishing, you won't finish in the Belgium league either. You know, no. when you're in front of goal and you need to put the ball in the back of the net. And he's done it. He's done it regularly and he's assisted goals. It's great for the, the uh, confidence of the lad. 
It's it's going to build him up. It's going to make him, you know. But it's what we needed right now. So to let him out um, without having a replacement was a sin, another sin that you know Wolves hierarchy has, has committed. And um, I'm pretty baffled on what Scott Sellers actually brings to the table right now. You know, you see how. Uh, We've made a brilliant signing. I've got uh, high hopes for Goncalo Guedes, and uh, he's 27 odd million pounds. But it, that's knocking on Mendes's door kit to get him again. So you wonder, are we just going to be reliant on Mendes pulling out the rabbits, or is Scott? Well, the, well, he, well the interesting thing, Manny, is that uh, both Chairman Go uh, or Girl, you know, well, Guan Chan, yeah, yeah, he was at the match, yeah. getting just clapping along and and everything. And Mendes was there. Obviously, Jeff was there. So they, they were bound to. They've got to been having a, a meeting of. A, well, a who turns up? Who turns up at a thirty-five degree Molyneux in a suit? You know, Uncle George has definitely got some up his sleeves. He's got many more glamorous places to go than Wolverhampton on a Saturday Saturday afternoon. So it looks like something's happening. There was um, pictures of another guy who was with them and everyone's thinking, who is that guy? The investor guy. Some sort of investor, is he? Some sort of, you know. So, let's see. Um, Pretty, if you listen to some of the voices around the club, they're all sort of, you know, hold fire, don't worry, you've got two weeks, there will be players coming in, you will see players coming in. It's a shame that it's come to this because, we really needed these people in place before the start of the season because we've just let go of yeah. six points. Six points. We should be five, top of the league points. with a striker. So, well, five six points. points we should have on the yeah. board, right? And and we're not going to get an easier, you know, double start. That's the easiest start we've ever had in the Premier League, I think. And we've, well, we've when we looked at the fixtures, we did yeah. look and think in the first six games, okay, Tottenham has, you know, in a have gone up a level, yeah. you know, and but aside from they have, they have, Dave, they have gone up a level. But when I watch Chelsea and Newcastle, you think, well, we can match them, you know, we can match them. It's just we can't put the ball in the back of the net, you know, and that's the, the frustrating thing. We we can be quite close if you look at our, our two centre halves. I you know I, I just. I'm bewildered that they're only 21, 22, whatever age they are. They are. They're going to be the assets. Phenomenal of- for their age, the composure, how they are on the ball. They're dominant in the air. Neil Collins is a snip at 20 million quid in the two performances yeah. I've seen. So it's obvious, you know, with the likes of Collins, the likes of Guedes, we still do sign some very good players, but just not enough and just not quickly enough because the season goes very quickly and suddenly... You know, two games could become three games, could become four games without a win. Pressure, man. Then the pressure starts to mount on yes. the manager. Of course, because with, with what he's done, obviously he's 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 set his he set his stall out. Bruno has, yeah. which is fair play, and he's saying right, he's gone all in on a back four, hasn't he? Yeah. We kind of yeah. obviously we kind of go in and stuff like that. So he's gone all yeah. in. He's gambled. He's pretty much gambling everything on. On this work, and, and I, I did think the two centre backs were pretty solid. That Mitrovic is n- no mean person to deal with. He's strong. He, he's he's on a, a rich vein of form, and they kept him quiet. He he basically didn't get a kick until he basically was given a penalty, and he missed that. So um, they frustrated him. I spoke to a couple of Fulham fans I know, 
and they said that's the most frustrated they've ever seen Mitrovic, you know, in the last season or, or, or two. And you saw that boiling over, didn't you, with the incident with Morgan? Well, it was. I mean, he they, to be fair, he should have been sent off for that. If you see, he, he tackled him from behind, which was a yellow card, and then he stuck his head in twice. He could know, have had so, two yellows in the space yeah, of 10 seconds. And we've seen yellow. it happen to Raul. It happened yeah. to Raul last year. Two Let's yellow be honest, cards. You know, when, when Mike Dean and all the others announced their retirements, we went yippee. But I'd have them all back because the, these referees are even worse. The, the well, guy on I, Saturday, I thought the referee and all of everyone I've spoke to thought the referee yeah. lost control of the game yesterday. Had no control. And, and you know what? There was some uh, rules brought in to try and prevent time wasting. One of the rules was obviously the five subs, but you're only allowed to make them in three patches. And But the thing, you know, even little things like players walking off the pitch at the shortest, they don't police they don't police that, so they don't keep a control on that. Fulham, no. Fulham did what Fulham had to do to manage the game and get themselves a point. It was yeah. pretty apparent very early on that that's all they were interested in, was getting a point because they had no control of the game. Wolves eventually just huffed and puffed. We ran out of steam. I thought when Adama came on as well, um, we, will, we will come to performance rating and your man of the match and who impressed yeah. you, but I thought when Adama came on, it looked like he wasn't interested. He, he don't want to be there. Adama's made up his mind quite clearly. He don't want to be there. And the only reason he's on the bench is because we've got no numbers and he, we pay him, so he's on the bench. You know, that need that that situation needs to be sorted out. You know, that's one... The producer reckons that he's going to be a deadline day deal that he'll go somewhere on deadline day. You know, even if it means he goes somewhere and we get somebody else in from the club he goes to or whatever he does, we have to have players that want to run through brick walls for the, the football club, you know, and we haven't, uh, we can't have those type of players who just, he honestly, he just seems so, dis every time he got the ball or, you know, he didn't break any sort of sweat to try and get him involved. Um, but, you know, Fulham broke up the play and there was a lot of stoppages, which didn't help. Um, but, yeah, frustrating, frustrating. Because what do, you, what do you make of Mick DeWolf's uh, comment here? Our wing backs are our weak links. You know what? Because they're not wing backs. He's just called them wing backs. In a back four, you're not wing backs, you're full backs. Yeah. So not quite naturally. You have to be a little bit more defensive, but you've still got to get forward. And I just think they struggle at the moment to adapt to play in a back four because pretty much they've been playing a back five. So Collins and Kilman look comfortable in a back four, but maybe Aitnuri, who started the season poorly in my eyes, maybe he needs to have a spell on the sidelines, move Johnny, Johnny over to the, the left, left and, and bring, then bring Samado. Looked Samado really, Samado. really committed when he came. I was on. really happy to see him on the pitch, and I thought he was he offers more pace and he he can get up and down the pitch a bit quicker. So you know, I, I want him back because I thought he was again after a. Uh, you know, a little bit of a dodgy first season. The second season, he did really well. And he was just coming into his own when he got injured. So it would be good to see him back, provide a bit of com competition as well. We need that, you know. And um, uh, so there are positives, you know, that the centre-halves, the goalkeeper got back to a little bit of his, uh, after the mistake he made against um, uh, Leeds, he, um, uh, you know, redeemed himself. Um I, I like Pedence, Neto and Morgan Gibbs-White. It didn't come off for them. But 
They need a striker in or around them to play in or around. You need someone you know. holding the ball up. You need, the way that ball goes forward, someone presence. just holds it, brings them into it, comes, you know, Pedence tried it there. Pedence, it's like three foot eight, man. What's he going to do? Maybe I've overestimated. Maybe he's a bit smaller. I don't know. But he, what's he going to do up against these big, burly centre-halves? You know, it's not his game. So, we can't play that. We need a striker. I don't care. False nines or no nines or whatever they call it is not for Wolverhampton Wanderers. No, we, we need, need hopefully something can get supported this week. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what what would you give your performance rating? Who impressed you and who's your man of the match? My man of the match was Nathan Collins because it was um, I gave it him. Ruben Neves, you could give it to him every game because he's that good. Again, he was brilliant everywhere, tackled. So, I'm not going to give it to um, Ruben Neves because it needs to be shared out. Nathan yeah. Collins, it was his debut. It's his first match at Molyneux, full house, and he's got Mitrovic, a guy who scores goals for fun, 45 goals in his last 48 games or whatever it is. And he pocketed him and he was assured. It probably wasn't perfect, but, you know, he's got a clean sheet. He's done his job. Everything that was asked of him, he'd done his job. Kilman was imperious by his side. So, yeah, um, pretty much... I'll give it to him. Performance rating at home against Fulham, you got to win. So for that reason, I can't give it more than five. Okay. Because the thing is, that is the that is the if you if we all got together and said which matches are our must wins, Fulham would be right at the top at home. Interesting stat from Carl Whitehouse. Wolves are now winless in their last 12 Premier League games in August, drawing seven, losing five since a 2 0 home win against Fulham in 2011. Yeah, 14 games. Yeah, so so we we know we had the terrible August last year. You know, so people can say, oh, well, last year after two games, we had no points. So we got one point. But this is Leeds and Fulham. That was Spurs and Leicester and Man United, you know. It's a little bit of a different um, kind of opposition, you know. We we had a we were on the front foot. We scored that early goal against Leeds. We just needed to capitalise and score again, but we didn't. Then we when we looked at the bench, we had no one to bring on. We, we gave we gave the win to Leeds because we didn't recruit enough players. And against Fulham, the same thing happened. Everybody thought, you know, where's the striker? Where is the person to put the ball in the back of the net? So. That's still on the hierarchy for not recruiting the right type of players at the right time. And that's why we've lost these five points. And it's frustrating, man. It's really frustrating. It is. And, you know, have you got uh, an artist or a song oh, that you love? Man, you know what? I don't... Obviously, I, I listen to a lot of classical um, Indian music. And if I name some of those artists, especially the ones in India, you'll probably think, who? So I'll go back to the 80s. I'm 80s man I am from Same school. Me. So um, I'll go Human League. There you go. Yeah. There's a blast from the past. Yeah. Duran Duran. Thompson Twins even. Thompson <laughs> Twins, yeah. yeah, yeah so I don't, particularly, I, don't, I can't think of any songs, to be fair. Um, don't you want me, Human League? Yeah, don't you? You know what? I'd say gold, you know, gold, Spando Ballet. That's a classic. It's a classic because it was one that got you going and it's gold and it signifies the golden black for me as well. So, um, it, that's a all... good one, man. That's a good yeah, one. So that is. I'll go for that one. And are you at uh, Tottenham? I'm not. I'm busy this weekend. And the problem is, 
it's 12 30 you know they keep yeah. changing things and keep messing us up so i ain't going to be at tottenham but i'll be at preston and hopefully i'll be at newcastle as well um and i just want to see god put the ball in the bloody net walls just put it in there try it try a shot <laughs> Try a shot past the keeper, Manny. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. And mate, I know you must be absolutely cream crackered uh, yeah, with everything yeah, that you've had to deal with in the last week. It's been like, yeah. I mean, I'd say 100 mile an hour, but it's probably been a thousand mile an hour whirlwind for you. Well, it, it leads away, probably in the end, it's probably going to cost me about a thousand pounds. No, it's just mad. Don't even it, tell about you know, I, I think the club should be reimbursing me, you know. It is what it is, you know. Life uh, gives you tests. You've still got to rise up and um, keep walking. And um, uh, hopefully, wolves can keep walking forwards and and recruit. I'm sort of. I've got a little bit of confidence. I don't know where from that they will get uh, somebody in uh, that will provide a bit of competition. And Raul will come back soon, and we'll be better for it, you know. And and players like Neto and Pedence will improve as well. I'm pretty sure they had frustrating games, but they are. Born Gibbs White ran through brick walls, you know, challenged. He was, him. he was, he was really, I was impressed with him. And yeah, to be fair, Wolves have got a great record, strangely enough, in recent times against Tottenham. We won the last two at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. I think we won the one before when they were at Wembley. Mate, so, we have, we've had some very, very good records. So, um, and looking at them today, Kane and Son are very good forwards, but you can get at, you can get at Spurs, you can score at them. And obviously, Addy Kane's never played against Nathan Collins, you know, and Collins is going to, you know, chew him up and spit him out. So That's well, Collins can have Kane <laughs> and uh, in his pocket, and Kilman can have Son. We will have to look after them, but um, you know, it's not a on any given day, Wolves can give anybody a match, but we've just got to very quickly get a striker in. Even if a striker doesn't score, just to hold the ball up, bring the others in, link play, provide a bit of hustle and bustle. You know, we just haven't got anybody and we need that sorting. Fantastic. Mate, no thank problem. you so much for coming on, mate. And yeah. uh, I know you're going to get a bit of shut eye now, Yes, you? I will, mate. Thank you very much. And um, everybody else, um, uh, have a good evening. Hopefully we can have a game of tennis later on in the week as well. Yeah, hopefully one of the days, mate. Yeah, a bit cooler when it's... Temperatures dropped. Yeah, <laughs> Catch you later. Right. Yeah. Cheers. That's Manny, uh, as always, makes a lot of really good points. I know you love hearing from him and what a journey that he's had. So next up, uh, we're joined by uh, Dan, uh, who is the uh, the chairman of the uh, the Wolves 1877 Trust. Hi, Dan. Welcome to the show. Evening, Dave. You're all right? Yeah, absolutely. I, again, I just want to say a big thank you uh, to Wolf Life for powering extra time. I say, if you want to get um, into a competition to win a Wolf shirt below, they are giving a Wolf shirt, and the link is in the description if you're interested in some life insurance and stuff like that. So the link's below. Mate, I'm guessing you were at the game. I was. You know, um, and, um, I mean, what are you feeling about, like, obviously yesterday in the first couple of matches? Um couple of things, really. First of all, I'm two stone lighter, having um, sweated everything that I drank in the Lichgate before the game out. Um, I've, I've, I listened to the Leeds game on the radio uh, and watched the highlights afterwards. Um, I don't I don't go to away games very often. I ain't got an away season ticket holder and stuff like that. So um, I thought Leeds were a bit unlucky, 
by all accounts. I think we had the opportunities. And, you know, following Manny's points there, we need a striker. We desperately need a focal point up front to put the ball in the net. And I, I feel if we had had a striker yesterday or a focal point, we were quite positive yesterday. We were putting balls forward. It was all down the wings. And there was nothing to aim at in the middle of the park. And and it was the same at Leeds, really. I mean, we had opportunities. We, You know, I mean... Web Podence missed in the first half that I mean that's on target, it's in. End of. You know, there's there was no there's no coming back from that sort of thing, uh, from that position. Um I suppose where I sit at the minute, it's a little bit frustrated and it and it comes down to our, our transfer dealings, really. There's a there's a couple of things that have happened or haven't happened that I think's quite quite strange, really. I think the Paulina deal. Um, a lot of people said that was the Neves replacement. Um, I've watched him twice now, Polina play. I watched him at Molyneux and watched him against Liverpool. Plays very differently to Neves. He's a defensive yeah, midfielder, okay. a natural defensive midfielder. Yeah. I'd see him more as a Dendonka replacement yeah. personally, but a more effective one. And and I feel really that with the way we're going to play with four at the back, we need somebody in front of defence, really, just to, just to shield them a little bit. Um, but yeah, um, that's one thing. Obviously, the lack of a striker is a another thing. The bench looked a lot better than against. I mean, for a club now, when we're in our fifth Premier League season, to have had that bench against Leeds, it, it's criminal. It's criminal negligence. I mean, yeah, I mean exactly. I mean, it's. I mean, we had a bit more on the bench. I mean, we had obviously uh, Geddes on there. Trier was on there. We had a little bit more. Energy, you know, Geddes came on. <clears throat> I didn't think he impacted the game very much, didn't get into it. Triori was maybe he didn't get enough time. He's, he's still not much fit, but he, he just didn't seem interested. Oh, Samedo oh. was the one sub that came on that I, that seemed to have a bit of go in him. I mean, yeah, question I mean, for you, would you, would you, um, Ain't Norrie, I, I think he's an incredibly talented player. I think, um, He's such a prospect. This is why the likes of PSG and others have been going away. But the the two goals last week, the first one, he's trying to play out of defence, a little bit too fancy, loses the ball. We should have cleared it three or four times goal. The second uh, goal, can you blame him? Was he exposed? He was trying to get back. He scores an own goal. I think that's happens. He was at least trying to stop the thing. But like... And then again, the the penalty, he, he dives in a little bit and he's a bit naive. He's been involved in all three, would have been all three goals if Mitrovic had scored or Saran to save it. Do you, do you think he um, he should be brought out the firing line in the next game? Would you change it? Would you bring Johnny over to the left, who looked a little bit like he lost his way a bit as well, run out of energy, and bring Samedo in? Or do you think Samedo's not fully fit and would you stick oh. with it? I think maybe you have to give Eight Nori another game, to be honest, because I don't think Samedo would do your... But with five substitutes now, you can change fullbacks. That, that it's more of a tactical thing. But mate, I've always said that Johnny looks better on the left than he does on the right. Towards the end of last season, he was on the right, and I don't think he was anywhere near as effective, personally. Um, yeah, on Eight Nori, I think he's a fantastic talent. I, I really do. And, and you might remember, Dave... Um, when I when I started watching Wolves live, um, I watched a game against Southampton when a young Gareth Bale was playing at left back for Southampton, and I saw I see Eight Nori doing something similar where he starts off as a fullback slash wing back and moves 
further up the field as his career progresses. And I, I see Aiton Nori potentially doing that. What I will say, though, in, in defence of, of Johnny, Aiton Nori, Samaido, the wing-backs we have at the club are wing-backs. And Manny made the point very, very clear and very very well, I thought, they're, they're wing-backs, they're not full-backs. We haven't got a single full-back at the club. And for me, if we're playing for it about that, something that's a bit of a concern because it is it is different. I mean, I remember, we, well, we'll look, look at what, Look at Matt Doherty's a great example. Matt Doherty played for years and years as a right back and used to turn in and side out quite a lot. You pull him to put change him to a wing back, uh, and and he's a and, he, and he's a will beating player with you know our top assists. Uh, I think he had our top assists that first year back in the Premier League, if I'm right. Yeah. So yeah, um, that's what I think is a, is an issue really potentially is that we've we've probably got some. What I think we're doing at the moment is playing square pegs in round holes with with the fullback situation. But let, let's see it. When Bruno has to be given an opportunity to play his formation. I mean, the last time I was on the show, Dave, we did a straw poll about should the manager stay, and I I think I was the only one on the night who came out and says I would like to see Bruno given some money and given a chance to change the squad because I felt the squad had gone to Dale. He's still working with Nuno's squad. You know, get, I think Geddes he came on for thirty minutes. Um, it was about 20, 25 minutes, wasn't it? Yeah, difficult game. He's coming on. I mean, I know it's hot in Spain, but can I just say, if, if it's over 30 degrees in Spain, they play their games at 8 o'clock, 7, yeah. 8 o'clock at night, where it's a lot cooler and stuff like that. I think it was really difficult conditions, personally. And, and if I was the Premier League, well, this, this is, is, is going to become think, more common. I, I think, think this is why I said at the top of the show, we have to take into account how hot it was uh, for both sets of, of teams to keep up, you know, that... Full attacking energy throughout the entire game. You're gonna, you're gonna fade. Um, and obviously, when you've got players that have been out injured, like Troyer and Samedo that have come on, you know, it's difficult for them to make an impact. Geddes has come on. Um, you know, if they haven't got the support or the energy around, well, the one thing that surprised me, and I don't know whether anyone in the chat agrees with this or whether you agree with it, I personally didn't understand why he took Neto off. I thought it would have been. Pedence. Now, I love Pedence. Everyone knows my dad loves Pedence, but he had a dreadful game. Oh, I think he's been played out of position. Pedence? Yeah, I don't think he can play for the middle. I think he's yeah. a winger. Is that out winger? One thing I'd just like to say, Dave, coming back to the weather slightly. Um, do you remember when we played that Northern Ireland Irish side uh, in uh, the Europa League? And it, Crusaders. We played, yeah, Crusaders, that was it. Yeah, we played them at their place and it was a cold, wet July summer's day and we beat them 4-0 but do you remember the return leg at Molyneux we played them and it was like 30 degrees it was sweltering and we just managed to beat them 1-0 yeah uh, I think the weather plays a huge you know like literally like look what we were like in the stands let alone running around and you know it, I, I personally think on when it gets this hot and we and it's different heat in this country to abroad we're far more humid and stuff like that I, I wouldn't be surprised if the if the players' union, the the PFA and the Premier League, will be having conversations about this and making contingency plans for evening games in the in the summer if this continues. Because well, I don't think, it, yeah, I don't think it was particularly safe personally. Like for players' point of view, like they're having to have water breaks. That breaks up play. You know, I mean, like look from a manager's point of view, if you're getting turned inside out, you get a two-minute break there for your players to take on water. 
you know, I, I watched Marco Silva. He was pointing at Wolves players, telling you, you need to stay on him. He was reorganising his defence. Yeah, it was and like, as soon it, as was, it became quarters, didn't it? Like an American game, yeah. like it was quarters rather than... Yeah. And, and it, they did the, it's the right thing to have the water breaks at a certain temperature. I, I completely agree. But it does become a tactical thing as well. Yeah. No, absolutely. No, no issue with the water breaks whatsoever. But you could see him, Marco Silva and Bruno was doing the same. They were looking and going, right, you need to pick him up. You need, to, And they were trying. It was it was, it was, was a tactical sort of but It was breaking up play completely um, for me. And I thought that caused us real issues personally in terms of like it just killed the, that, that, that's 15 minutes. A lot of people minutes. actually agreeing with the comments about the uh, playing the game. If it's going to, they know it's going to be hot. I know, but, you know, it's three o'clock kickoffs. They're not going to be actually on the TV live in this country anyway. Is that if they know it's going to be really hot to move them back in the day so when yeah. it's cooler? Yeah, I mean, like Spain. If you look at Spain, they they play theirs on Sunday evenings, and I mean, don't get me wrong, they have, don't have the away following that we have at all. I mean, you know, we, we as a supporters trust have made comments about certain fixtures being made, Newcastle away being on a Friday night, for example, and stuff like that. It's, it's a nightmare, don't get me wrong. But I think there needs to be something put in place for the summer months in particular, um, particularly if you're doing, you, you know, Europa League, qualif- Champions League qualifying games, and August, if it's still particularly hot, you know, you have to think, you know, if our game was played at eight o'clock last night and it was a bit cooler as it was, would we have had a better better game of football, potentially? I, I, I'd argue we probably would. I, I think you. I think that's a very, very good point. So, mate, um, who's imp- who impressed you, and what are you going to give as your performance rating? Um, performance rating. I think overall six and a half, six point five. I think for the team, we needed that sort of clinical edge. We can talk about, you know, I'm following Manny here. It's nothing real different, really. But you could say Neves. Um, for me. Um, I thought he, he made a couple of errors at, at Leeds and he's redeemed himself against Fulham. But I'm going with Joe Sosa. I'm in the goalkeeper's union, personally. In, in the goalkeeper's no. union. Fair play. Yeah. <laughs> Good to see him make that save. And music, favourite song, favourite group? Anyone, uh, anything that you'd recommend? I, I could, I, I could, I could pick a lot of different things. Arcade Fire, really like. Uh, I like my old school, really. I like the Bee Gees. But if I was to pick a, a song, really, I'm a. And he sadly passed away this year. It's Meatloaf for me. Uh, a bat out of hell. That's what I'd oh, go that's with. That's an absolute classic, mate. And to be honest, I'm hoping that we can play like a bat out of hell uh, against um, against against Tottenham. And we're not singing two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> well, I've, I've got a Tottenham fan at work who, and me and him have a have a long running uh, joke. When we play at his place, he says, "Right, we're giving three points to the Wolves." And when we play at your place, you're going to give three points to Tottenham. And that's how it seems to have played out the last couple of years. You know, where we we go we go out and um, beat them at their place. Uh, I had a great afternoon uh, in the Spurs end at Wembley uh, a couple of years ago when we, when they were playing at Wembley whilst uh, the ground was being rebuilt. Uh, I, I do. I still don't know to this day how me and my mate got out of there alive because my mate celebrated the third goal and we had to make a, a very, very quick exit. I had to pretend my mate had sciatica in his legs <laughs> to get That's us out. That's why we Yeah, I had to get it out. I, you know, I, I, I sort of flailed my hands around like, going about how bad the defending was and stuff like that. Still to this day, do not know how we got out of there. But uh, yeah, I, we seem to beat Tottenham at their place. I think, 
they ain't got Conte, have they? I mean, he showed a bit too much passion at Mate, the time. Mate, I watched the thing of that, and that was so funny. It's like they're getting both of them getting sent off. Can Tuchel I, and Conte. Can I, I think Conte is a class act of a manager. I think he has a rare sense of passion, but that just you know it boils. I, I can imagine Nuno doing something like that at, at some point. You know, well, he nearly did on a couple of occasions, didn't he? he? Did, like, yeah. sorts it's, of it's like that. Like a, the, the emotion. I mean, like it was a. The, the, the Harry Kane goal, and if you've seen it, some of you might watch it. It was very similar to the Connor Cody equaliser that we scored against Chelsea. It was almost identical. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm a bit. I like, I like Harry Kane, and I, and I like Son. I think they're an excellent front two. Um, I've, I'm surprised they're both still at Tottenham, to be honest. Um, if I mean, if I was Manchester United, well, I've had a cheeky bid on Kane. Watching their game yesterday, I think I probably would have. I mean, uh, I don't know if you saw that, Dave, last night. I was in the Emerald Club and watched Manchester United get absolutely pummeled by Brentford. Mate, when I come out of the game, we were in the car and we put the radio on and, like, we heard it was 4-0 and then it was after 35 minutes. We couldn't believe it. We were like, we got back to uh, got back to dropping my dad off. Uh, we put the game on the TV um, whilst I was editing my match vlog and getting the international fan stuff and what have you. And, uh, you know, I do find it, yeah, I do find it amusing. We have a Man United fan on here who's been stick, a bit of a troll, um, who's gone very, very quiet um, oh, well. recently. Um, yeah. But, like, I mean, Arsenal started bad. It's, you can't really judge the league after two games. I think you can no. only really judge the league after sort of 10 to 15 games. I think if we have a good next two weeks, transfer window-wise, we sign a striker. I think we need another midfielder because I think I love Joe Martino, but he's 36, 37 now. I think we need another body in there. Hope we hold on to Morgan Gibbs-White. Um, I thought he had an okay performance yesterday. I don't, I don't think the game suited him personally. Yeah. I'll tell you one thing about Morgan Gibbs-White, and I watched him a lot at Sheffield United last year, and I don't know if it was the championship, but I don't know if you clocked this, Dave, yesterday. There were simple passes that could have been made and he was doing flashy stuff, you know. And I'm all for a bit of flash and a bit of spin on the ball and stuff like that. But he was doing it when he didn't need to do it. There yeah, was a simple think, pass to be played. Yeah, I think that's the, the part of the game. They'll obviously work on that. I mean, Morgan has got undeniable... Whether you, you agree or whether you don't, I think he's incredibly talented. He's grown up, he's matured. And he's, he's got something different to everyone else, which is Bruno obviously clearly wants him and loves him. And, you, you know, some of the tracking back that he did when he lost the ball as well was fantastic. I, I thought it was the, great. The fans loved that. Um, and, yeah, I think we will keep him. I think Forrest have, have acknowledged that we're not selling him. Uh, Jazza has said, um, which is great to have fans from other clubs on, um, he's a Fulham fan. He said, as a Fulham fan here, he enjoyed Molyneux. I've never been... You're begging out for a striker, someone like Mitrovic, or all bets for the season. Ed. I mean, and, and he's a Fulham fan, and he can actually spot on see it. And, uh, I, and in regards to Fulham as well, the fans, they I know they did, there was a lot of empty seats, but you, we also have to realise that uh, there, there was a train strike on yesterday, yeah. and I reckon a lot of Fulham fans didn't go. And Jazza, tell me if we're wrong or, or, or not on that. Go on, what you're saying, Darren, Dan. Uh, um, I was going to say, uh, coming back to the striker issue, there are, there are a couple of ones. I've seen that the lad from Strasbourg was left on the bench, I think, today. The yeah. one, the guy we've been linked with. Um, the, for me, there's a striker I would like us to have a look at, and that's Ben Brereton-Diaz. From Blackburn. I, I, from Blackburn. He scored again today. 
against yeah, the Yeah, it was a great goal as well. So yeah. I, I think he would work quite well. I, I, I think we need I think we need a big physical. Put it, you know, a bit, a bit. Of, we, 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 we need something different to Raúl. I think, and I, I, I love Raúl Jiménez. I've got him on the we back. We need of a physical ship. presence. I agree. Finally, just to finish off, because we've got so many waiting. Just yeah, no update on the eighteen seventy-seven trust. Yeah, no. Um, we've had a really productive summer. We've had several meetings now with the club, which has been really good. It's been, you know, um, there's a lot of things happening with the FSA at the moment. So there's been two really important updates. Uh, first of all, is fan engagement groups. So the Premier League changed the rules to say that clubs have to have shadow boards now. And those shadow boards have to consist of fans of the football club. And it has to be a proper consultation body. So fans are getting more say in the running of their football clubs as, as business is not you know we won't be involved in football you know I can say to to, to Jeff Shee and to, to the club we need a striker as much as I want they'll make those decisions but in terms of the running of the club as a sort of financial asset and and us having a say in, in the day-to-day running of the football club football fans will be having more of a say and this is in response to the Super League happening uh, you know, and, and the government uh, are going to legislate for it, unfortunately. And I don't want to come on here and bash the government too much. I think everyone's got their own opinions when it comes to politics. But the government have sort of put it in the latter part of the parliament to make it law. But they are going to change the law and make um, football consultation and giving football clubs, fans, a golden share, potentially. So the supporters' trust would hold a shareholding in the club. And that a bit like a safety things net. Things like the colours, the name of the stadium, things like that. I, and that was my second update, Dave, which you, you've lovingly brought me on to. So Kieran Barker, who's, our, um, who's my vice chair of the supporters' trust, uh, he sits on the FSA. He represents Wolves on I the FSA. I sat next to him um, last week at the... Um... Kieran at the uh, match day experience group. Me and Kieran yeah. made our debuts. Yeah, uh, Kieran's a great lad, and he's uh, he made a real impassioned plea, and his input has actually been put into um, some work done by the FSA and the FA about heritage of football clubs. You know, our badge, our colours. Uh, our stadium is the heritage. Of, you know, we are an incredibly lucky football club. We have a stadium. That's our original, well, our second original home. You know, we've been at Molyneux now since the, the 1880, I think it was 1886, 1888. We've been there for, someone will chat, tell me, I've got that wrong. Um, you know, we're at our original ground from when we were, became Football League members. We were, you know, the story behind our colours, our, you know, our unique colours, our badge, you know, there's lots we could say. This is all football heritage. And, and Kieran made an input to say that actually fans should be consulted about anything in regards to change to kits, like serious change to kits, changes to badges, stadium, exactly. Because if you, you look at West, if you look, when they went from blue to red a few years ago, I've got I, you know I, I work in a company that's based all over the country. I've got a Cardiff City fan who was livid, livid about the very idea of wearing red. Uh, I've got a good friend who's who's this West Ham fan. Um, West Ham, they move ground. They changed their badge all in one all in one summer. You know, as soon as they moved away from the Berlin, they took they changed the badge of the club. It was like they were trying to forget about it and stuff like that. So you could argue like the cultural heritage of our football clubs, things like the subway. The council made some murmurings a few years the ago about uh, yeah. yeah about the subway and stuff like that. It's things like that are part of. 
the experience for me. Like there was a lot of talk about stadium redevelopment, and we've spoken to the club again about that. And there, there will be, I think, some further discussion about the stadium over well, the next Well, the, the updates months. that I got from the stadium development side of things, some of the plans, obviously, which it's it's a long way off. I mean, um, obviously, the bot they're, they're open to turn the. Um, is it the Steve Full or the Billy Wright? Uh, Steve Full, I think, into a three-tier stand. They extend it. They want to turn the uh, the South Bank from five thousand to ten thousand, and they can build a stand behind. But all of these things are, are as and when they don't yeah. want to reduce the capacity. And it, no. it's, there's a lot of stuff that's going on oh, behind oh. that. I think the the discussions we've had is that the Steve Ball stand being knocked down and completely rebuilt, um, the total build cost of that would be in excess of a hundred million. Yeah, they're not going to do that. They're, and they're not going to do build, it. They're going to. I think they're going to remodel. Down, they'll build down. Yeah, and they'll do a bit. Tier and stuff. They'll do a bit what Chelsea did with Stamford Bridge, I think, where they knocked out their bottom tiers and and dropped the pitch. And I think I think what we'll see is sort of. Um, I, I think we'll see changes around the edges that will add two or three thousand to the capacity of Molyneux over the next two or three years. Um, and one thing that is interesting is the club have dropped plans for the temporary stand between the South Bank and the Steve Ball. It's yeah, just that's not... right. They're, they're looking yeah. at new. Um, I mean, they are looking at new uh, things in the corner. So can yeah. you keep. Yeah. All I'm going to say is, all I'm going to say on that, keep your uh, your things out for what happens after the uh, the winter break because there'll be something different in those corners. Yeah, <laughs> not saying any more than that. Uh, yeah. Right, that's great, mate. Thank you very much for coming on. No, no worries. If people want to join the trust, I mean, now is the best time to join us. It's the start of a new season. Um, exciting things are going to be happening where the trust is going to be have a bigger role to play and the more people we have joined the trust the more notice that the club management will will, will take of us so if you want to join uh, I'll put a little comment up for a, like a link in it's uh, the Wolves just put into Google Wolves 1877 trust Dave you'll be glad to hear we've changed all the payment options now so it's far no, more I didn't bring that up didn't I yeah. we have re- uh, me and the producer we've renewed and obviously the the the, the, the the last meeting had to be postponed, so that you know, till we're, we're going to get you in it. We're going to get a new date for September, but we've got a meeting next week online, which will be talking about fan engagement boards and giving an update about that. Um, just to let everybody know, it's only a nominal fee to join. It's five pounds for the year. For that, we do two online meetings and two face-to-face meetings where we're going to try and get former players along. Obviously, you also get your input into the trust and the trust policy. We're a non-for-profit. Um, you know, we're a non-for-profit group. We're not here to make any money or anything like that. It's it's simply to, what we what we make as a trust, we put back into the trust. And it's through. five pounds for the year, isn't it? Yeah. And if you've got any, and if you decide to join, and you've got any children or grandchildren under the age of eighteen, children in your care, you can sign them up, and it's absolutely free. So fantastic. Awesome. Thanks for having me on, Dave. And uh, good evening, everybody. And uh, let's hope we uh, we keep to form at Tottenham next week. And uh, and I, you know, I've got I've got a couple of quid riding on it with my mate at work. Anyway, you never know, fan. mate. Let's, it wouldn't <laughs> surprise me. Fantastic, um, Dan. Thanks for coming on, mate. I've got to get everyone else no. in this thing on now. So brilliant. Cheers, Sorry, pal. I hope you come on again soon. Will do. No worries. Thanks. Cheers, Dan. Bye. So that's done. Next up is Josh. Josh, just before we get started, um, I do want to uh, let everyone know that the winner of the Wolves shirt came from TikTok, uh, my personal TikTok. 
dazzling Dave. Um, and that is Fran. So congratulations to Fran. Hopefully she'll get in touch and we'll get the uh, the wall shirt over. But as I say, if you do want to uh, get in with the uh, a chance of winning a wall shirt, in the link below there is a link to Wolf Light. Uh, you put your details into their um, into their form and you'll be entered into the chance to win a Wolves shirt, home or away shirt as well. Um, Josh, mate, you're giving me a ride, you know, raising your beer on the <laughs> curtains. Yeah. <laughs> Are you in a you're holiday house somewhere? Yeah, me, me um, auntie and uncle's caravan in towing. For a few days, so uh... those curtains are almost <laughs> more beautiful than Man United's third kit. Yeah, <laughs> fantastic. And you, you you saw the game yesterday? Yeah, so I got down to the game yesterday. Um, I thought it went all right. So I know we got the draw. There's a few like missing links, like we said about strikers. Um, I'm not too worried yet. That I know like, a lot of people are, but. Early doors still at the moment for me, so we'll see how it goes. Well, Gaz does think that you've got fantastic curtains, <laughs> and uh, you know, so does uh, Chris Humphreys. Good choice of curtain colours. Um, and it says two are near Abadovi or near Real. Um, Abadovi. Um, the curtains they're saying must have come from Dunelm. Mate, I think your curtains are taking over here, pal. I'll have to, I'll have to tell my auntie and uncle when I get back. It's full. <laughs> we have a thing going with curtains anyway on this channel, mate. So that's good. Yeah. So uh, you, did you come back off holiday to go to the match or did you go after that? No, match? so um, we've, me and my brother have been at home all week whilst mum and dad have been away. And then um, mum and dad come back and then my dad joined me and my brother at the game yesterday. And then we headed off to Wales this morning. And how long are you down there for? I'm there, to, well, me and my brother will be here till Wednesday and then me and my dad are staying the rest of the week. Uh, got a few bits to do on uh, Thursday and Friday, so I'm coming back on the Wednesday. And then my dad's going to be with me at Spurs on Saturday as well. Absolutely, mate. And just before we go on to the football, talking about bands for a second, most of you yep. won't know this, but like um, me, and, me and Josh are all into our uh, into our bands. What, whose stupid idea was it to have Bieber and DC UK finals on the same day? I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at all. Because <laughs> they've done it before, haven't they? They've done it before. It's going it's a while madness. back. But they've done it before. It's, it's madness, no surprise at all. I just, I just, I mean, like we were doing, um, running the, the Stafford show, but it's, it's yeah. totally not viable. It was like £1,500 to put it on with six bands. It's a joke. I know yeah. Brigades have picked it up now, so I don't know how they're going to afford it. But anyway... Um, We'll have a chat about that anyway afterwards or something. But yeah. mate, talk about the game, your thoughts, yeah, your, who impressed you, your man of the match, etc. Um, I say it looked like again, same as Leeds. We went off to a quick start. It was just like everyone said, Manny and Dan have said it. It's just that missing link up top. We need someone there in the middle. There was two or three times where if Raul was there, when Neto has put the ball across when he's took that extra touch. Ral was there, he'd have been there to knock it in. Same as when Pedence come back across the other side, he's put it across and missed. Ral would have been in the middle and done it. It's just that it's all ifs and buts at the moment and it's just like, we, it's that bit, final little bit that's missing, um, which we, which the, we the need, we need cover for. The most yeah. important yeah. bit. 
the scoring. I mean, the, the goal was Pedent scored last week was lucky, really, because he missed it. Yeah, he didn't get a clean head on it. And I thought Morgan was unlucky because I know, yeah, you know, but it, it came across so fast and it was so high. Yeah, it was so difficult to control that um, and keep it down because it was it wasn't like low. Yeah. It was bouncing it was on the stretch as well. He got his foot. On, it was difficult to. Yeah, he did well to get his foot on it. To be fair, yeah, I'd have loved for him to score. To be honest, because I think Leeds, he was one of the better players. I think he had a good game on Saturday again. Which do you so, think was the biggest miss from who yet at the weekend? I'd probably say the Neto one, early doors. I saw, a still, I saw a still picture on social. And when you look at it, you just think he's just got to roll it into the net. Yeah. And um, When he's gone round the keeper, it's that first touch of his left foot and it takes the ball just too much ahead of him. The defender come across and he's he's got no chance on the goal. But that, for me, was the most clear-cut one we should have scored. Absolutely, mate. It was, it was like... It was. I was there. It was like I, I thought when he got past because they, they got into a mess, didn't they? The defense. Yeah. yeah. Um. And they. It was crazy, really. Um. Who stood out for you? Um. I'll probably say, like uh, Manny said it as well. Neves for me. He's, he's run the sh- last two games. He's just run the show. He's been. He's been unbelievable. He was unbelievable again yesterday. And you saw the old signs of the old look. There was an, um, before the Neto chance, he pinged that ball straight over the pitch to Neto to run onto. And it was some yeah. unbelievable passes from the man tackles. Neves is just quality, isn't he? I mean, yeah. and like, it, you know, if we, I feel like we're going to be okay this season, I think, you know, fingers know crossed. We haven't got the results. <laughs> I just think if we can get the couple of players in and we can stick with the squad yeah. that we've got. It's like we talked to on the pre-season podcast. Manny, we, I said to everyone, I'm going to give you two predictions. The squad as we've got it now, this is for Geddes. Uh, and we've got Collins and the squad if we bring in um, a striker, a midfielder and, you know, two or three more yeah. quality signings. And Manny at the thing, he says, like, Wolves were on this knife edge. He can go one way or the other. If we don't bring in the people, yeah. we're going to be in a relegation battle. But if we do... Yeah. I think we can still finish as high as like top eight. I mean, I went even higher. I think we can finish as yeah. high as. Call me mad, guys. We can finish as high as top five still, because we we've got undeniably a very very talented squad. What we haven't got is the depth, yeah. um, and if we get injuries like we've got, so if we can bring in another this striker, we can bring in an, a, that ball carrying midfielder like that Nunes bloke. Yeah. Or like that, and even another fullback as well to back up those because yeah. obviously Hoover's gone out, and we keep the likes of Neves, and I think Neves is more likely to stay now because there's, there's no way they can afford to sell yeah. Neves now. It, our season will fall apart if he goes. Oh, would yeah. be it'd be suicide. He's, um, he's absolutely instrumental for this season. Neves is the way we play. It's the way he sits in front of the defence. The way. The other two, either side of him, cover him, and the fullbacks when they go forward, is he, he's absolutely instrumental. He, he's massive for us this season. Oh, he is, and the fact that he's been, he's going to be, you know, club captain, and there's rumours of a contract sign. I think, I think yeah. Ruben isn't the sign that will run his contract down because he does. No. He, he, lo- he, he loves the club. Um, 
you know, I think he deserves to be playing at a higher level. But I think what they'll do, they'll get they'll sign him on a new contract, probably an extra two or three years. Yeah. And there'll be a if someone comes and offers yeah. X amount, you can talk to them type of yeah. offer. What, what me and my brother said on the way to Wales this morning, that's what it'll be. It'll be share the seasons goes, contract signed. And then if we're not in Europe, if a club comes in, in for him with this set by eight clause that we're gonna put in the contract, then 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 he'll be off. Yeah, well, he'll have the option to talk to him yeah. and make his own decision yeah. if they hit that thing. And what do you think that figure should be? What's a fair figure? I'll still think around the 65 mark, 65, 70. You see, 70 I think at least 70. Yeah, for a player of, of Ruben's age and quality, at least 70 million yeah. is, uh, is worth everything in that. Um, you, would you take forty million for Morgan if someone if, if Forrest no. slapped that on the table? It's it's, it's one for me. I've I've always rated him, and I know he has his moments. Um, it's one for me that I'd I'd want to keep him because I think he offers something different in midfield and going well, forward yeah, I, to what I, we've got. I, I I know there's a few on here that really don't like. Yeah. I, I don't rate him, but I I. I think he's homegrown. Yeah. He's got something, and he's young. His his own his value is only going to go up and up and up. They just need to get him to. He needs to feel loved and wanted and yeah. playing, not just yeah. by the management, but by the fans, fans as yeah. well. You know, so there was some rumours going on about thinking he's one of our own. He's starting. He's he's winning us some of the doubters over with. If if he gives everything, he's a Bruno rates him, and Bruno's clearly said we talked about it last week. If if it was Jeff or whatever, is he going to be? Is it is he part of your team? Is he in your first eleven? If so, we're going to turn every offer down. If he's going to be like in and out the team, and you're not really sure we're selling, and I think Bruno's turned around and says he is in my first eleven and he's starting. Yeah. Um, the fact he's come out the last that. two days and said um, about the captaincy as well about Nevers being captain, and he's looking at Kilman and uh, Morgan as sub captains, vice captains. And I will say to anyone out there that's in the chat um, for a future um, extra time, if you are um, anti-Morgan or you want you say your thing, let, then feel free to put your name forward to come on live on the show. Put your money where the mouth is um, and come on the show and explain the reasons why. Because like this show is all about debate. It's all about talking. It's all about opinions. You know, my job as host yeah. is to challenge those opinions and stuff like that. I have my own, obviously, my own views on different things. Uh, performance rating? Um, it's be a six for me. Got to be a six. It's a six. Man of the match? Yeah. Neves? Man of the match for me. Jose Sarr. Oh, Jose Sarr. Yeah. Well, Chris, Chris Humphreys says... Uh, I'll drive him into Forest. Forty million. I thought he did well yesterday. Well, Chris, hopefully you can come on again, uh, have a have a chat on that. And your uh, musical uh, favorite group and your song. I'm always stuck between two, but I've got to go with the ones that I've seen in concert the most, and that's the Arctic Monkeys. Arctic Monkeys, yeah. And have you got a song? Uh, favorite song has got to be Five Oh Five. If anyone's heard of that one. Fantastic, mate. Well, mate, I'm glad that you and your curtains could join us tonight. <laughs> Brilliant, Jay. You know, you've Thank you very much. It up and it's like, it's like my, our curtains have yeah. been like 
it's a bit like we've just bought a new new central defender and uh, the position's in <laughs> doubt for the next game. For the next like, when had that like when I had that Christmas tree at Christmas <laughs> in the background. Yeah, man, it's class, that is. Right, cheers, Josh. We'll speak, cheers, obviously, Dave. later and, and everything. Nice Catch you later. Enjoy your nice holiday. Cheers. Time cheers. Thank you very much. Bye. So that's, uh, that's Chris um, there, who's obviously giving his thing. And we're going to bring on a, a young lady now that was sitting in the gods. She's smiling in the green room. Welcome, Lucy. Hello, Chick. You're right. I love it. It's good to have you back for your first one of, uh, of the season. Can yeah. someone in the chat tell me how many likes we're on for this uh, show so far? That would be amazing. Lucy, you were there yesterday. I was. I was. It was so good to be home. It feels like going home, doesn't it? When you walk, as soon as you walk through, you sit in your seat. It's like being at home. I love it. I love it. Best feeling ever. Best feeling ever. Well, Bloody Chris has told me 45 likes on the video. Do you think that's enough, Lucy? Not at all. What's wrong with what, just, just hit the like button. Come on, come on! Say, it's not hard. 129 watching. If everyone does that, we get over 100. It lets YouTube know that you like the content as well, doesn't it? Yeah. Loads, loads of people are saying hi to you, Lucy. Hi, everyone. Hi, <laughs> hey, Red here from Hatherton Wolves. I'm all right, Reg. <laughs> do you know? Do you know Reg? Yes. Yes. Fantastic. And, and Reg, if you ever want to, we, we, I mean, I do, I do want to point out uh, that we have a fantastic website, uh, which is, I think, absolutely amazing. Uh, Wolves, just going to put it in the link there. We have an absolutely wonderful website, uh, alwayswolves.co.uk. We've got a fantastic group of writers. We're going to have one of them that will come, it's going to come in, on in, a, in a bit that's wrote a brilliant article. But there's, there's, there's articles going on there every day. Uh, as well, obviously, we've got the YouTube channel, but we've got like the um, the Always Wolves website is amazing, and there's some fantastic articles post uh, the, the the actual Fulham game. We've got a, a match um, report. We've got a player. We've got player rating, and we've also Liam's coming on in a bit. He's got a fantastic. Things, seven things we learnt about uh, from the Fulham game. So there's loads of fantastic cost, Wolves content for you to get your teeth stuck into. Lucy, like you say, it was it was hot. You were up in the gods, you know. Oh, Who did you go with yesterday? I went with all the family. Um, I was sitting with my um, sister-in-law yesterday, and it was blooming hot. I mean, the sweat was just pouring off us. And then as soon as those pyrotechnics started i wish they hadn't done them because it was like being in a furnace oh my word i mean they could have done it just once and that was it leave it alone then but oh no they kept over and over and over again we all we all kept going for god's sake stop it was it was so hot so hot the heat that was coming off them was just unreal on top of the heat that you're going and i should also mention yeah. to carl there's a there's a the, the match history he did a, he does a match history one as well for the games, all the history between the uh, the game, mate. Uh, you 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 you're obviously there. You know, you watched the game. What was your gut feeling out of the game? How were you feeling generally through the match? Um, I think we played well. There's a lot of people that say you're talking nonsense. I think we played well. Um, 
as as everybody else will sigh and you know continue to sigh until something happens they need to sort something out up front but everything else in on the pitch they played really well their passing was good it's just they need to stop with the showing off because morgan's showing off and pedro's showing off there's, there's no need for it keep it simple and we'll get further along whereas I don't understand why that they insist on keep doing that. I mean, last week that what Pedro did was oh my gosh, <laughs> it was beautiful. That was that turn that he did. Um, but Morgan's his timing's not right, and then he loses the ball so easily. But otherwise, other than that, I thought Morgan had a cracking game again. I really enjoy watching Morgan. I think I think he plays a good game of football. I really do. No, absolutely. And, and CJ um, just put on here. He's just signed up to the eighteen seven seventy seven trust, and he's also donated. He's done a super chat, twenty pounds for the channel. That that's amazing, mate. Thank you, because obviously this all that helps keep the software going and all the investment that we put in this channel that we've put to update the branding and we're always investing. And he also says regards the game. Lucy, desperately need a proven number nine to challenge Ralph. Keep up the great content, Dave. Always will. Well, what a lovely gesture that is. Uh, I would invite you, CJ, uh, to um, become a member of the channel as well, because as um, someone just said, there's a load of members on here. We've got over 30 members and there's a wonderful Discord group. Uh, and we get get involved in that as well. It'd be great. And you get extra little bit of value from that. So check in that. The link's in the description. What do you think about what CJ said about we desperately need a proven number nine? I think he's correct because, in my eyes, when Raul comes back, yes, we've got Raul, brilliant, but he's not the same Raul that we were so used to um, before the accident. Um, but it'd be nice for him to have a challenge you know, for for somebody to come in and try and take his spot, because that might make him think, "Hang on a minute, I need to um, get get a move on with my game here. I need to I need to start sorting myself out." Absolutely. Well, Robert Fletcher has got a comment here. He says we need at least two strikers and an attacking midfielder. Well, if Raul's mm. one of them strikers, does that mean Robert? Do you mean? Uh, Raul and someone else, an attacking midfielder. I think what he means by that is a ball-carrying midfielder that's going to run from midfield um, forward as well into the into the channel to create a bit of chaos, a bit like that Nunes chap that Wolves have been linked with. Liverpool's been linked with him, but their interest has cooled, I think. So he'd be a fantastic acquisition, wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah. I have been um, looking at YouTube and watching him. Um, he's very good. He's very, very good, and he's something that we desperately need. We need, I mean, I kept shouting yesterday, I kept shouting, just attack, just attack. When you've got the ball, stop passing it back. I mean, Collins and Collins and Kilman were having the field day at the back. Yeah. yeah. Back and forth, back and forth. For God, just get it forward, get it forward. Somebody needs that ball and run, run with it. Get it into the 
Yeah, yeah, the thing is, as well, if you get that ball carrier midfielder that can surge forward, and we've seen Kilman do that from the back a couple of times, haven't we? But like it, it, it draws players to you, and then it opens the spaces for everyone else as well. Yes, yeah. I mean, Kilman did it yesterday quite a few times, and every single time we did, the other players they didn't know where to put themselves because he's very fast. I think funny when he's got that ball, bloody neck, he can move, can't he? Absolutely. Um, He's but, very uh, skillful, is said Kilman. I'm like, I mean, you didn't know he, did you know he played foosball for England? <laughs> I don't know whether that's been mentioned before. No. I don't know if anyone's <laughs> ever mentioned that, to be fair. <laughs> futsal, should I say, not foosball, futsal. Um, <laughs> Kevin Layton's agreeing with you. Uh, Lucy, um, your performance rating? Six and a half for me. A 6.5, yeah. a 6.5. And who impressed you and who's your man of the match? Oh, and see, who, got... didn't, who didn't impress you? Johnny didn't impress me yesterday. Johnny was, he, was boring. he wasn't Johnny on the spot, was no, he? No, he was boring in the living soul out of me yesterday. I'm sorry. I love Johnny. I absolutely love Johnny when he's on his game. But yesterday he bored me. Um, oh, I don't... See, I've got a few that I'd make. Man of the match. Um, well, I'm Morgan. sorry, but you're gonna have to settle for you. You can say who you can say who pressed you, but then you've got to pick one. Everybody's gonna hate me for this, but I don't care. Den Donka, you don't have to say that. All you, all you have to do is no one's gonna hate you. I, I, I actually, I have a quite an admirer of Den Donka and the work he does off the ball, but what you I, have to do, you get to a bit of stick, you know, yeah. you know, but what you I'll have to do is. What you have to do, Lucy, is go with your conviction and tell everyone why. That's what you have to do. Because he's brilliant. His positioning is fantastic. His passing yesterday was great. I, I love him. I love him. I love Dendonka. And yesterday, it was my man of the match. Yes. Well, Chris Humphrey <laughs> says, yes, Lucy, you played well. I had Polina in his pocket. He did. He did. The I, I think he's fantastic. And he wins that ball back so many times and nobody sees that. Nobody you do, you do realise that Dendonk is sponsored by Marmite, don't you? I love Marmite, so that's fine by me. Exactly. <laughs> people love or hate Marmite. Now, the, now the producer loves Marmite. I can't <laughs> even stand the smell of it. It's like, no. But like the oh. producer likes Marmite. You're, you're with the producer then? Yes. Yeah. Now we have a big question in the um, for the chat. This I know we're going a bit left field here, but whilst we're talking about it, Marmite, yes or no? I'm <laughs> a no. I'm a hundred percent no. You're a yes, aren't you? I'm a yes. I love yeah. you, Marmite. <laughs> Marmite in the chat. Marmite, yes or no? And if you uh, if you're a subscriber to the channel, you can comment. This will have to be a question for a pundits going forward, but another one. I mean, look. I mean, I'm not being luck. Carl Whitehouse, <laughs> I'm the same with you. Don't like my mouse. Um, Lingardo, hell no. Chris Humphreys, can't stand Marmite, but I love Bovril. See, I'm with Chris. I love Bovril. Chris Wolves here. There's a lot of no's. Hold on. Hold on. Sue Morris is going yes. Uh, yes. They're all coming in there. Mick are going yes. Yay. No, to, no Bovril, yes. Salt's up here, no, no. Kevin's, yes. Rebecca's with me, no. Katie's with you, yes. 
Giuseppe, no, I hate it. I love Bo I love Bovril. Gas is a no. See, this is what you think about Bob. Bovril, but that's what debate and football's all about. Dendonka is the marmite of wolves. He is. He is. He and I love him, same as I love Bob. Um, oh, Bob. look, look, oh. look who's piped up. I've got, look who's piped up. Do you know what, Emma? I've literally just said to my son, I'm not very hungry tonight, I might have some toast. And guess what I'm going to have on my toast? <laughs> Matthew Lewis, he, he hates Marmite as much as Albion. Now, that's saying something. Ooh. <laughs> See, this is what... But now, you've got me then, Donka. Now, everyone, we're going to be very interesting to see because she's going to have had a lot of time to think about this. Your uh -huh. favourite group and your favourite song for everyone. Oh, this has been so difficult, you know, because I love all genres of music. Same uh, Motown, or put Motown on and I'm up. I'm, that's it. I'm, I'm done for the night. I'm just dancing away. Um, but I do love Wham. Oh, we're a bit a bit of wham wow. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, George Michael. Uh, and have you got a favourite wham song? Club Tropicana. Club Tropicana, it's a real Yeah, that's a good song that is. That's your favourite, is it? Now you yeah. see for me, my favourite song is Take Me to the Edge of Heaven. Take me to the edge of Do you know that one? Yes, I do. Yes. I, I, I like that one. Yeah. I think Club Tropicana is a classic. I, I and the, the bit where dum, 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 at the start where you got all the little things in the background and stuff like that, but that that is a good call. Bit of wham, bit of eighties. Do you like me eighties? Oh, I'm all for the eighties. Yeah, Liam's probably going. What the hell are these people on about in the background? He's like, what? He's a young lad. Liam is a right. He's laughing. I can see him in the in the in the green room. Wayne's <laughs> Wayne's probably fell asleep listening to us talk about all these things, but. Sorry, Wayne. <laughs> oh, you can put it on there. The producer's going for pink. Oh. What is it? Don't let me get me. Don't let me get me. But uh, I'll uh, I'll come up with one of mine before. But I'll, I think uh, Lingard. Oh, Lingard. Oh, Adrian likes a bit of freedom. Chris Humphries likes a bit of uh, young guns. Um, Lucy's um, a, a wham girl. You know, Lingard likes material girl from Madonna. Fair enough. Carl Whitehouse, Spando goal. Well, Manny said goal. Great, absolute contribution. Yeah, I, I was born in the year that gold was number one. God, well, that's how come you had to be a Wolves fan, Lucy. Absolutely. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Looking forward to uh, Tottenham. Well, I'll be driving to. Um, I'll be driving on holiday at the time because I'm going to Tenby. On that day, oh, Lucy, you need to watch my Penguinshire blog. I covered. I've done. A, I've done a blog in Penguinshire. Loads of places to go because we stayed in Tenby. I'll dig it out and I'll send it to you. Oh, please do, please do. I'm so excited, and everybody keeps saying how nice it is. I'm really looking forward yeah, to it. Yeah, well, Tenby's beautiful. It's a bit like uh, Balamori. It's got all the different houses, all different colours on the thing. You know, fantastic. Yeah. Um, anyway, Lucy, thank you so much for coming on. You're a, you're a, you're a ray of sunshine when we get you on, so much appreciated. Oh, bless you. Lovely to speak to you, sweetheart, and I'll see you soon. All right, all the best, Luce. All the best to producer as well. Love you. Always wolves. <laughs> Bye, sweetheart. Always wolves. Bye, everyone. Bye. There's Lucy. Absolutely fantastic. Um, and then penultimately...
don't know what time it is, but we've got Wayne. Hi, Wayne. Oh, it's me. God, Dave, I almost fell asleep. <laughs> I, I know. I know. Well, what what time? You're, tell everyone where you're from and what time it is. Well, I'm in Melbourne in Australia, and it's uh, seven twenty-one in the morning now. Right, that's committed. Have you got your your work outfit on there? Have you? No, mate. It's just it's just it's just a black top, mate. That's all. Oh, I thought black. maybe you're going to work after this or something like that. Yes. No. So you've been listening. You got got you got you got up early. Uh, you watched yeah. the game. Yeah, I watched the game, Dave. Um, similar to Leeds, really, wasn't it? I mean, look, we look good in in patches, but I mean, as everybody else has said, it's it's more than obvious. Look, we need an out and out striker, don't we? We Wolves just seem to want to warp the ball into the back of the net. They they they, they kind of just want that perfect goal. And um, look, you know, we could come in here every week, Dave. We're going to be saying the same thing, and they say start to you know, to score goals. I mean, it's just, it's getting ridiculous now. I mean, Morgan Gibbs-White should have scored, I think. It was a difficult it's... chance though, wasn't it, Wayne? Well, yeah. He's in a cross, he's coming in late, it's high. Uh... It's difficult. Look, Wolves strikers or Wolves forwards make every ball seem difficult, Dave. It, it, it doesn't matter who it is. I mean, it look, something's got to change. I mean, like you're talking about Fabio Silva. I've seen again, you know, he scored again, didn't he? He was man of the match. Um, I just really hope when he comes back to, to Wolves next season, he's absolutely going to smash it. I think this is going to do him the world of good and the confidence that he's obviously getting. And look, you know what? Anderlecht... He's already a, le- he's already a legend in Anderlecht. Absolutely, Dave. And I mean, look, Anderlecht are not a bad footballing side. No. You know, so um, look, that's something to look forward to next season. But it's uh, it's certainly not going to address what's happening uh, this season. Look, I think we'll be fine. Um, I'm actually confident we can go away to Spurs and get a result. To be honest with you, you know what? I'm I'm kind of uh, a little bit like that. It would not surprise me. No, no, not at all, mate. Um, but it's just frustrating watching us at the moment, isn't it? I mean, I'm sure the weather played a part as well. You know, I mean, what was it? 35 degrees, you were saying? It was, it was, it was, it was warm just sitting and watching it. To be honest, it was that warm. My dad went down into uh, the underpass 25 minutes into the game because he was couldn't really deal with it with the heat. And obviously, when you're playing football, let's. But they are professional athletes. They train. Um, you know, they're super, super fit. But however, they're still human beings, and well, they, they are, Dave. But as I, as I think I said on your last thing, look, mate, if a tennis player can run around in thirty-eight degrees for five hours in five sets, footballers should be able to run around, shouldn't they? They've got ten other players on the field to help them out, and they're not con- constantly running up and down, are they? So you know, look, they're fit. As long as they get the water breaks and stuff like that, they should be able to cope with it. You know, they're not like me and you, you know. But I, I do playing, want to start... I was playing tennis in thirty in thirty degrees this morning down on West Park and I won six three, six one. I'm I have to tell you, because I am quite a dab hand at tennis. Well there well there you go, Dave. Now I just want to pick up on one thing that Manny said earlier on. And uh, he spoke about Troyore and said that, you know, he believes that he's He's not really committed, and you can see he wants to get out of the club. Look, I, I'm just going to say, look, 
I, I disagree with that. Yeah, sure. I'm sure he wants to move. But what, what I've seen of Traore, if he's in the Wolves team and he's in the Wolves squad, I think he'd give 100%. Now, the fact is he came onto the field yesterday. In no way, shape or form did Wolves utilise what he's good at. I'm pretty sure he would have loved the ball put to his feet and he goes off one of those, uh, you know, runs of his. But we didn't really utilise him. So I think it's a little bit harsh to say that, oh, you know, look, he just wants out of the club, so he's not going to put in. I don't think that's the case with Traore at all. And I think however long he's at Wolves, whether that be two months, three months, or to the end of the season, or to the end of the window, if he's picked to play and he comes on the pitch, he'll give his all for the club. So, and that's a what... pitch as well at Tottenham to expose um, Tottenham. You know. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I, I have to disagree with that point, but uh, I that's suppose everybody... It's all about, Wayne. Yeah. Discussions, yep. having yep. different points of view. Um, who impressed you yesterday and who didn't impress you? And who's your man of the match? Well, look, I, I, I've been fairly disappointed, to be honest, with uh, Johnny, Ait Nori, to be honest. Uh, I don't Look, I love watching Samedo when he came on. I thought he was great. He looked really sharp. Uh, so I'd like to see Samedo come in uh, for the Spurs game. If you're talking about man of the match... Look, I think you could give it to either Kilman uh, or Collins. I'll probably go Collins just simply because he hasn't been at the club long and, you know, he hasn't had time to really adapt. Uh, so, man of the match, yeah, I'll probably give it to him. Big shout out to Jose Sarr that uh, saved us a point. Otherwise, we would have been having a very different discussion, I think, right now. I mean, absolutely. And your performance rating, mate? Uh I couldn't, you know what, Dave? I couldn't really give it any higher than a six. No, that's, be, honest. Be... that's honest, to be honest. I think probably on reflection, because I think I gave it a seven after the game. But on yeah. reflection, I probably would have given it a slightly lower score, 6.5. I think there's, there's there's still two weeks of the window to go. It's been interesting. Mendes was there. Chairman was there. Jeff was there. They've surely, you know, you'd think... That Bruno, they'd have a chat with Bruno and they've got to be thinking yeah. that you've just hoped that Mr. Mendes has got uh, another trick up his sleeve to pull something out, the, a rabbit out of the hat. Because I really strongly believe that if we can stay with this squad, get the injuries back, I believe Matinho potentially could be back in contention for next week. Apparently, Raul could be a bit quicker than his thing. And if we can get this, that striker, I still think we need another fullback, personally, looking at what we've got. Uh, I know that technically Collins could play there but, and stuff, but I just worry that we've only got the three at the moment and it's a slightly yeah. different ask. Now, I do think that Bruno wants the full-backs or wing-backs to be overlapping when we're going down one side and the other, but it's a demanding role and I think that he took the best out of, especially Johnny yesterday, and I think Johnny's better over on the left. I think Aint Norrie... Is a very is a big talent, but I just think he's he's been a bit tomato like of a couple of years ago, where he switches off at the wrong time at the back. As Samedo yeah. learnt a lot and come on a lot. Well, so, look, I mean, you know, Samedo was one of our best players last season, wasn't he, Dave? And when he got injured, we really missed him. And you know, I mean, that was his first game back, but he looked really sharp. So for me, he comes in against Spurs. 
he's a definite. He's got to come in. I think he, I think he improves Wolves a lot. Yeah, I think that's. I think that'd be interesting to see, and it'd be interesting to see if there's any developments on other signings over over this coming week. I think we need to get it sorted. I don't really want to leave it till transfer deadline day. If I can, uh, if I well, can. look, Dave, it's like you said, Chairman Gale was there. If George Mendes was there, there's a reason there at Molyneux, isn't there? Well, you'd think so. You'd think so. So they, they've got, they've surely, if you've got them all in a room together, Jeff, yeah. Scott Sellers, Bruno, the chairman, and Mendes, and they're all there, they are going to sit down and have a conversation. They are, they're surely going to be sitting down over a meal and talking and yeah. having a. They're, they're not all there in the same place at this time of year for no reason at all, are they? So there's going to be conversations going. The fact that the chairman of Fosun was there. You know, shows he's still invested in the club. Yes. He was there in Portugal. Now, Fosun do have quite a lot of um, interest in Portugal. Obviously, they've got shares in Gestitude. Mendes has come to the game. Something is going to happen. And if I believe that if they get the right players in, we could have a, a we could have a really good season. But if they don't, and we lose someone like Neves or whatever, then I worry we're on a knife edge. And we're going yeah. to go one way or the other. Now is the time to invest. Now is the time to back up the thing and push forward. We need to do it. If you stand still in this league, you go backwards. We've still got uh, Ruben Neves, who we thought would said his goodbyes. He's still at Wolves. He's now going to be yeah. club captain. He's more important than anything, than ever. Yeah, no, look, I, I totally agree with you, Dave. And I mean, look, we're not far away from, from being a top six side. I mean, we're really not. You know, it's just, uh, it's like you say, it can go one way or the other and hopefully it goes in a positive way. Okay, mate. And your uh, your song and group for everyone? Yeah, well, that's that's easy for me, mate, from uh, when I grew up. So my favourite band is The Jam. Oh, right. Class. Class. And my favourite jam song is That's Entertainment. That's entertaining. Yeah, fantastic. The jam, mate, you know, growing up. Liam's probably going they to do were, Liam's probably going you to know, the jam. They're a brilliant band. Brilliant band. Absolutely brilliant. fantastic band. And, I, and and look, I'm a, you know, look, I love ska music. I love I love the uh, mod music. But, um, I am like Lucy. I'm like Lucy. I love uh, I love Tamla Motown. I love Northern Soul. Lucy's still uh, backstage in the green room. She's nodding. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I love all that stuff. I, I'm the same as Lucy, mate. You just stick that on your stick that on your hi-fi, mate, and uh, I can listen to it for hours on end. Brilliant, brilliant. Um, Chris says he likes Start from the Jam. Yeah, uh, or or does he mean Beatles from the Taxman? Taxman from the Beatles, which is where they openly uh, took the riff for it. For start. Ah, well, so you know your stuff, mate. You know your stuff. Absolutely. I'm, I'm a huge I'm a huge music fan, David. I'm a huge music fan. Well, I'm glad you're on to give some contributions. I will give everyone mine towards the end when I'm talking to Liam. I'm really going to be interested to see what Liam's taste in music is going to be like because he's quite a young lad. <laughs> he might surprise us all and have some retro stuff or he might come out with something that we have no idea he what might, about. He might be a jam fan. You just never know. You don't want to educate him. Anyway, 
Mate, brilliant as always to have you on. Thank you so much for staying up late into the early hours. Uh, and that's, on. that's fine. And, and thanks for having me on, Dave. Uh, enjoy. It's great to come on. Yeah, it's fun. The international fan as well. Just send me a link, mate, and I'll, uh, I'll be there. Fantastic. Right, over and out, Wayne, back in Melbourne in Australia. Thank you, David, and rest of the, the, uh, the crew. Brilliant. Love it. Thanks, right. Dave. Cheers, pal. Well, that's Wayne, and, uh, and very patiently, Wayne, he's a young lad, so he's probably, you know, up late anyway. So uh, we do bring on, late on into the stream, the last one on tonight, Liam, hi. Hello, thanks for having me on the show. Mate, Liam, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on. You are such a great writer. Guys, before we get started, I just want to, uh, I want you to, Realise what a talented uh, person that we have here um, on into things. So I'm just going to go on to the tabs and I want to show you this. Um, I'm going to share it for you. So hopefully you can see this. Um, this is an article that Liam has written. He, he writes some good things and you need to watch. I'm going to scroll it. Um, and this is an article that he's... Uh, it's written. It's on the alwayswolves.co.uk website. So make sure that you you've, you've bookmarked this. It's basically rich seven things. One, Johnny not on the spot. Two, old habits diards. SSR on the spot. Collins and Kilman show. Deja vu. Captain Fantastic, and new incomings. And it's an article by Liam Berry, lifelong Wolves fan, passionate of the club. Six form student loves writing about the things of love, and we're very, very <clears throat> privileged um, and great that he's part of the uh, Always Walls Fan TV um, writers uh, group. And so, make sure you go and read that. It's a fantastic article. I think it's your second one that you've done for us now, Liam. Yeah, um, I'm enjoying it. Uh, first one was Guedes, I think. Yeah, first one was Guedes, and obviously uh, that one. Uh, yeah, so he did, Liam's the sort of one that does quite a good an analytical look at things. So look out for more articles by him. And say that is a very, very good read. So you've seen some of the seven things, but you need to read all of the more in-depth stuff going in there. So you look, you've looked at the game, uh, Liam. And, um, I mean, you've obviously analysed things quite a lot. I mean... Your overall general feeling about the, the opening two games? Um, well, I think everybody that's been on the show so far has summed it up perfectly. I think we need that cutting edge. We need that focal point up front because with, with the creative players that we've got, with Gibbs, White, Podence, Neto, and even uh, from what we saw from Guedes yesterday, they're all creative players and there was nobody really there for them to create anything for um, yeah. so I think people who have been on the show summed that up perfectly, mate. whether that's a new signing or as soon as Jimenez comes back. But it would be nice to uh, to see a new signing to compete with him. Um, on other on other words about that, I think one problem that we've got at the moment, which no one has brought up today, is about the penalties. The amount of penalty, reckless challenges. Very, very well, yeah. yeah. The reckless challenges we're conceding in the box and... I think he was eight nor yesterday. There was a lot. How of many saving. penalties did we concede last year? Was it nine or ten? It was ten because we had two ten penalties. Game. And how many penalties did we have given? Was it one? My, I think yeah, it was just one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
It might have been yeah, one or yeah. none. We're conceding a lot more penalties than we're getting. We weren't getting enough bodies into the box last season to uh, to get penalties. Yeah. But like we've played, we've already played two games and we've conceded one penalty. Fortunately, Jose Sarr, as you said, was on the spot to make his first penalty save. I mean, because I've got to be honest, Liam, when they got that penalty, I went, because I was talking to the producer and I went, mm. I said, does this have the feel of like Leeds again? Like yeah. where we were, you know, controlling the game, but not really hurting the keeper, not taking our chances. And then yeah. Leeds get an opportunity. And when the penalty was given, I just was like, yeah, like this. And I thought Mitrovic, 40 goals last season, scored two. <laughs> You know, you expect that he's going to score that penalty, but you have your hope. But when yeah. you, you put in again, you put you put Mitrovic's forty goals two last last week. He scored a penalty again last week, I think. Yeah. And then Jose Saro hadn't saved a penalty for Wolves, and then he goes and pulls off. I don't think it was the best penalty, was it? In the end, it was quite. Um, yeah, it was poor penalty. It was, quite, it, was it was it was a good place for Saro, especially as obviously. Uh, he guessed the right side. It was kind of right next to him. So um, yeah, he was a good save. Not not knocking the save, but as soon as the penalty was given, I just turned around and just looked at the wall behind me because I was so I was convinced that we were going to go one down. I and saw, then from there, we'd probably end up losing the game. Yeah, I saw Bruno on the time. Like, we were fading out again, yeah. like against Leeds. It was hot, so that's difficult. I think the temperature drops a bit. I mean, it'll do the same for every club, but yeah. the energy levels. We have got a lot of forward ability. We just need someone to just score 10 to 15 goals this year. Yeah. And everyone mm -hmm. else chipping with three, four and five and we'd be all right. Yeah, we've missed that for the past two seasons, haven't we? I think before Jimenez got his injury, I think he was scoring 10 plus every season. Oh, and well, then... Yeah, I mean, Raul, he, Raul was, since the injury, he weren't right last, last year, fully right. He's come back this year and then he's got injured. You know, he just needs to he, he needs to get match, fully match fit and have a run without any injuries. Yeah. I mean, Mitinho never gets injured and then he gets injured on the final yeah. day before the thing. It's like we seem to be having this happen. And like, you know, Chikino looks so promising, ACL. Yeah. You know, Johnny come back from two ACLs. We, we, we had those first two seasons under Nuno. We didn't get any injuries. Exactly. I mean, I think the, the season that was bad for that was obviously the season where him and has got injured. There were so many injuries that season. We've had yeah. the Neto one, the Johnny one. And speaking of Johnny, he's, he's we've it's already been spoken about, but he's had two underwhelming games. He's a very good player. Don't get me wrong. Every the two times he came back from his uh, long term injuries, he was vital for Wolves. But it's it it's a point where he's playing in a five back for five years or so. And all of a sudden, he's he's being asked to play this new system, which he practically has no experience in. I'm sure he played a fullback in his old team, but it's it's, it's different. It's so it, well, it, it is different, <laughs> and with and it's a more attacking formation. And it, obviously, you when with the five, you've already you've always got you can have you, when you've got one go four, you've still got a bank of four at the back, haven't you, and stuff. And if two go four, you've still got the set of three. So um, the defensive midfielder role is quite important, and also are the fullbacks knowing when to stay and when to go when the other one goes and stuff like that. Because he does like to get these overlapping opportunities. The way he yeah. plays, thing. I thought 
that they, they, they've been working a lot. It'd be quite interesting on the analysis on the next couple of games on these one-touch triangle passes to try and open up the space. It, it doesn't come off sometimes. We thought against Leeds um, where they were playing some of that and then they were losing the ball and they're on the back foot. But when it comes off, it creates... They cut. Th- they can cut through, and that it just seems to be at the moment not quite clicking. Whether or not that's because we don't have that one presence up front to make it all fall into place, and when Raul comes back or when we get the striker, it might make a difference. Yeah, speaking of like a striker, I think it's already been. It's already, again, it's already been pointed out the fact that the chairman was there with George Mendes, and there's been talk on Twitter of this this guy that no one's ever seen before. Uh, they're trying to find out who he is, but yeah, it, it, it definitely can't be a bad thing. It could be it could be many things, but it's definitely not a bad thing. The fact that they're all there, they're all, there's definitely going to be talks being have been been done. So it, Mendes could be there just to watch Guedes potentially have his debut, but it's a hundred percent not a bad thing. Well, I think there'll be a bit of that, mm. and obviously he's got other players that are there as well and stuff. But the fact that the chairman was there. Jeff's there, Bruno's there, Scott will be there. Two weeks left of the transfer window. Mm. They've got so much invested in the the club. If if Wolves get sucked down into relegation, it's bad for everything. So they've got to really, you'd think and you'd hope that they're gone right. Yeah. This is where we're at. What what, What can we do? And mm. all of them getting together in the same room can't be a bad thing. And I think we need to find and see what happens in the next week to two yeah. weeks of where we end. I've always said it's, you know, we have to judge the whole of the transfer window on the whole of the transfer window and who's yeah. here and who's gone. But in the meantime, as many have said, we've started the season. And I hate yeah. the fact that the transfer window, personally, is a month. There's still uncertainty. You just don't know until the window's closed and everyone can go... Yeah, we know where we're at. Yeah, I mean, for many seasons, it's been many seasons. I'd say the season since Europa League, we've been that couple signings away from properly challenging for that top six. And I think we can, we can still do that. Whether how many more seasons that's possible for, we don't know. But we are generally a couple signings away from greatness this season. And that's the frustrating thing, isn't it? We saw a glimpse of it last season that. We, we were challenging for that top six or seven the whole season, apart from, apart from the uh, the end the end part. But we were challenging and we were up there. And if we can get those bodies in now, I think it, it can be a very good season. And we can kick on, absolutely. So your performance rating for the weekend's match? Six. Loads of people said six, but it's six. There's, there's six. No yeah, I wish I hadn't given the seven now in the match reaction, <laughs> but I was, I, was, I was probably on a high from the fact that uh, I was melting. At yeah, the same time, and I was and uh, I was being a bit more tolerant, but yeah. Uh, yet who in, who didn't impress you, and who impressed you in your man of the match? Who didn't impress? Uh, Podence was disappointing. He's a very good player, but he was disappointing. On, I agree uh, with that. Yesterday, I think Johnny and Aitnori didn't have the best of games, but I'd probably say uh, Johnny overall. Yeah, I think there was a couple of times where he was just taking too much on the ball. He's not quick. I, I don't think he's quick enough for the system. I think he's got to adapt. And if he does adapt, he's, he's a very good player. But right now, he's, he's not quick enough for the system. He's not quick enough for the swift attacking play, which Bruno wants. So I'd probably say Johnny yesterday. So you're going for, going for who as your man of the match, did you say? Oh, man of the match. Oh, um, I'd say Kilman because... 
he's, he, there was many times yesterday when he was going up for a header against Mitrovic, and it's not the easiest thing to win a header against that guy. So there was, there was a time where he ran like 12 yards just to go for the header. I was and, so impressed with the two centre-backs because, uh, yeah. they, I mean, that would be the, 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 the area where Cody would struggle against yeah. the likes of Mitrovic and uh, all of those type of players. And I thought Kilman and Collins, if that's the centre-back part, partnership and they're so young, they yeah. are going to be a fantastic centre-back partnership. And if we can get that right with the back four... yeah. Get in that ball carrier midfielder, and you know, someone said Morgan Gibbs White could be that option. I mean, you know, he can run with the ball and he, okay. he's forward thinking. But mm. if we could get that Nunes in, yeah, and then bring in the striker as well, and I still think maybe a full back, mm. I think you're right. I think we could be in for, I think we could still get top six, top five. Along, with, um, along with Nunes, I've, I've, I've said this a couple of times. I like this, the look of Sander Berger from uh, Sheffield United. He, he's, he's very attacking. He's tall. He's, he's very, like I said, he's very attacking and he scored loads of goals last season uh, with Gibbs White and them two could be a good partnership. Not sure if he is leaving. It would be good. It'd be a cheaper option. It would be an alternative to uh, Nunes, but I think Berg would be a, a very good signer if Wolves could pull it off. The only difference is, I suppose, yeah. to say that Nunes has done it in the highest. You yeah. know, in the Champions League, and the, the you know the, the young Chafford, Sheffield. I know you could say that about Gibbs White, but to have two that were in a Championship side from that, you know, he might not yeah. quite be where Wolves would he would he come into the into that this? Yeah, would he be? He, he would kind of like be on the bench type of player to come on, whereas Nunes would come in and be. Uh, we want someone to come right. in that's going to be a starter, mate. Oh, this is the big one now, isn't it? Music. Yeah. You've been chuckling away in the background, probably going, "Who the hell are these these people?" It's an education. Who are you going with? I'm probably going to disappoint here, but someone else has said it. it's Arctic Monkeys. I, I just love those. That's not disappointing. They're great. Yeah, it's yeah, but yeah, someone else has said it though. So, so yeah, but yeah, Arctic Monkeys song. I do love the the, the songs that play at Molyneux, and one one of Go by uh, the Chemical Brothers. Chemical, yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you, right, I've got so many. I love a bit of madness. I mm. do. You know, the house of fun. Um, it must be love. My girl. Night Boat. Have you ever heard, have you ever watched Night Boat to Cairo from Madness? No. I, it's, well. it's insane. Night Boat, there's not, you know, it's just, if you, you know some Madness songs, right? I'd love to tell you I did. But, Liam. Yeah. You need to get on YouTube and watch the videos from Madness. I mm. want you to do that tonight. Whilst you're thinking about it, get on YouTube and watch the videos from Man Madness. I'm honest, you'll be a convert. Okay. They are incredible. Um, I do like a bit of ELO. Um, what's the one with the start at, at the start of um, Guardians of the Galaxy Two when Groot's little Groot's that Mr. Blue Sky? Mm. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. That's class. And a bit of a ha. Uh, sun always shines on TV. Mm. I'm gonna, I bet there's people going to go, oh, yeah, Dave, that's pretty good. That is in the comment section below. But, mate, if there's one thing you need to do tonight yeah. is get on YouTube and look for Madness videos and watch some of their tracks. And you'll be. Mm. A, I want you to message me tomorrow and see whether you're a convert or not because mm -hmm. that, that's like nothing else. 
honest I'll to God. I'll have to um, schedule it in because I'm going to be watching the uh, Arsenal documentary. Uh, do you know what? I've been watching that. I've watched it the other day, um, Friday night, producer had a mate round. Mm. And I watched about four or five episodes of uh, All or Nothing. Can you imagine how good it was? They did All or Nothing Wolves. I'd love that, honestly. Can you I'd, imagine? I'd love I'd, that. That's one thing I want is that. Like, I don't care about the signings. I just want that. Yeah. Do you know the, one of the funniest ones? Did you watch All or Nothing Tottenham? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When the Wolves beat Tottenham and they were coming in and throwing Yeah, the yeah, throwing the bottles. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy that was all that you know. I mean, it would be brilliant if they did all or nothing more. So I think Jeff's a bit shy to talk on camera and they wouldn't like, let oh, the camera. No, 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 was but it might have changed a bit now. That would be fantastic. All or nothing mm. wolves, and that. maybe they'd be on the scenes now and they're, they're getting all the footage of Mendes and stuff like that. And then we're going to go on and win the yeah, FA Cup. It'd be very interesting to see how they uh they get around the business behind the scenes stuff in the yeah. changing room. When you saw the, um, I watched all the nothing Arsenal and they played at Wolves, and you saw the away dressing room as well. How tiny it is! Oh yeah, yeah, I've been, I've, I've, I've been in it, and it's honestly like it is. It was often when Nuno came in. Apparently, um, they, they did it to um, make them calm, or whatever, and yeah. make sure they had nothing. So they yeah, basically boxed me in claustrophobic, and the Wolves over. I mean, I've been in the. Uh, I played a couple of um, charity games. Um, uh, at Molyneux, the second mm. one we had to got changed because of COVID, but we weren't in the thing. But the first one was in the home dressing room. I don't yeah. have you seen my match vlog for that? I did a vlog on it. How long? Three how long ago was that? Three years ago. Yeah, I'll I'll dig it out. I'll send you the link. And I was in the changing rooms, and uh, we walked yeah. out through the tunnel. I didn't score, but I nearly scored. Um, mm. A half volley, the keeper saved it, but. And I did my knee in at half at half time, and I didn't tell anyone. I just strapped it up because I wanted to carry yeah. on. Mate. Yeah, but, uh, it's fantastic, mate. Absolute pleasure. Keep the articles are fantastic. Uh, so yeah. glad that you're uh, you, you you're getting on on with this. But promise me you're going to watch a bit of madness on YouTube. You I promise. Will. I will promise. Right, guys. Well, thank you so much for everyone for joining. All of the guests tonight. All of you guys. Just uh, again, big thank you as well to Wolflight. Uh, just fill in the form below, and you can be in to enter a Wolves shirt. The link is in the description below. Um, thanks, CJ, for the donation to the channel. If you're still watching as well, don't forget to uh, follow Always Wolves Fan TV on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and Twitter. Twitter. You can get me on um, in, on Instagram, Dazzling Dave. Twitter, Dazzling Dave. And TikTok, strangely Dazzling enough. Dave. Dazzling Dave. Yeah, brilliant. And uh, guys, um, I mean, look at this, like uh, Lingardo here saying, keep up the good work, Liam. That's, uh, that's fantastic. Mick, always Wolves. Uh, Lindegaard says, uh, normal or nothing Wolves would be incredible. You know, if I had the... Uh, if I had the TV funding and I could buy over Prime TV and I, I won the uh, the Euro Millions, I'd be saying that's what we're doing. Yeah. Loads of people are, are saying great show, um, fantastic. Good night, good bless to your families wherever you are in the world. Until the next next time, here on the channel, always wolves. Always wolves.
It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates are already booked in for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.